This morning's scripture is from Mark 14, verses 53 through 72. And they led Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. And Peter had followed him at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore, bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another, not made with hands. Yet even about this, their testimony did not agree. And the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power, coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy. And the guards received him with blows. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with the Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the gateway, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows, crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. It was five in the morning. The chief priest called the Sanhedrin hastily at his house, to his house, instead of temple court, because he feared the people, the crowd. What is Sanhedrin? It was a combination of Congress and Judicial Court of Israel. Seventy-one elders ruled over their religious affairs according to Torah, the law of Israel. When the Romans ruled over the political matters with the Roman law. So 
Sanhedrin, the people of Sanhedrin, 71 elders, they were known for being righteous and devoted people to God. So they supposed to be the spiritual leaders of Israel. But the reality was the opposite. Sanhedrin became more political than religious. They were so corrupted for money and power. And they would even collaborate with the Romans to keep their status quo, the temple system. So how could this happen? How the Messiah, the incarnated God, was condemned by the righteous? The answer is the fear. The fear that originated from their desires. The love of money and power. Focusing on the space their body, their house, their city, their nation, and filling them with the stuff they desire. The, the fear is the self preservation and it is sin instinct like apostle james said each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. That's what desire ends, death. So this inherent fear breeds hate. And the hate kills others because desire is always exclusive. Just me, my family, my country, my house, my nation, exclusive. So desire kills others. Desire doesn't care others, even they are suffering. Desire has no space for others. What about today? Who does condemn Jesus and his church? Many Christians think the world does. The world hates church and Jesus. But in fact, the church is condemned by the church. Church. 
Because the world mocked and ridiculed church because the church makes no difference to the world. Isn't it? What if we going exactly opposite direction? What if the church and Christian pursue the will of God? What would world do to us? They ridicule us because we follow them, the world. So sadly, Jesus is still condemned by the righteous, the Christians, who does not represent Jesus in their life, who does not follow Jesus' way. They say they believe Jesus, but they don't follow Jesus. So are we condemning Jesus or commending Jesus? The court of justice, I mean righteous, look for reason to put Jesus to death. All they needed was two witnesses match their testimony. Two witnesses. So many witnesses was in the court. But somehow nobody matches. And Jesus was silent for all their testimony against him. Except one question. When the chief priest asked Jesus, Are you the Messiah, the Son of a Blessed? Jesus knew. His answer will be the ground for his conviction. But Jesus answered, I am. This is not simply Jesus say, I am the Christ. But in Hebrew, in Judaism, the first person singular of the verb to be, I am, is the name of God. Remember when Moses asked, what is your name, God? And God answered to Moses, I am who I am. So I am is name of God. And Jesus also claimed that he is the Messiah. According to the book of Daniel, the vision of Daniel. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man. And he came to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Jesus proclaimed, He's not only the Messiah for Israel, 
the space. But also, Jesus is the Messiah for all people. Not only for the Jews, for all people, Gentiles, and no matter what, who they are. And all nations. It means for the Roman Empire, the whole world at that time. And he said, the kingdom of God, everlasting kingdom of God, which is the time. God is in the matter of time, not in the space. So Jesus said that. Let's ask ourselves, do I, do you, do we, our faith overcome our space? My body, my house, or our house, our country, our tradition, our church, our building, this building, In other words, do we overcome prejudice, racism, discrimination over everything? Not just race, gender, economic status, whatsoever are we overcoming our prejudice and discrimination and nationalism, even our patriotism for peace and harmony of the kingdom of God, the unity in the kingdom of God, which is prior, which is priority, our country or the kingdom of God. And do we overcome the institutionalized religion, institutionalized church denomination. And our love of this temple, this is not temple. The temple era is finished. Jesus destroyed the temple and he rebuilt the temple, he himself. There's no more temple. This is just a place. This is just a building. But our nature, we're so in love with our space, what we built, and what we filled in this building. Are we overcoming those? If not, we are the righteous condemned Jesus too. When the high priest heard I am, he tore his clothes and cried out, what further witness do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. Blasphemy means insulting God, slandering God. 
But how can Jesus incarnate God himself, curse himself, blaspheme himself? Because they, the righteous people, did not know, had no idea who Jesus was. Or they didn't want to believe Jesus is the Messiah because Jesus denied all their desires, all their expectations, the power, the restoration, independence of Israel. Their own prejudice against Gentiles. So they became blind for their desires. And they are the leader of the people. So like the Bible says, both they fell into the pit It is spiritual recession. It is systematic depravity. If our eyes are gazing on our money, our pension, our house, our saving account, and our position, our career, our fame, our reputation, we are blind too. We can't see God. If we just pursue security and the status quo, we blaspheme God too. Because money is our God. This building is our God. Our country is our God. But no one thinks, no Christian thinks we insert God. We blaspheme God. Because you never try to blaspheme God. But you know what? We blaspheme God. Because if anyone, if anyone insert others, look down others, discriminate others, judge others, he or she blaspheme God because everyone is created in the image of God. Everyone has the part of God in them. When we despise them, we despise in God. No matter what, who they are. No matter what, who they are. Whether they're in jail, whether they are non-believer, atheists, criminals, whatsoever, Addicted, whoever, there's a God in them. Jesus restored the image of God, the life of God 
in everyone. Just they don't know. And they don't live according to the truth. But they are made by God. So we cannot despise them. So what should we do? We must respect people. We must respect people. I'm not saying look up to them, but respect, look again, respect. Look them again and again and again. Until we see the image of God in the person. I am. The I am in them. But we must respect ourselves. Look ourselves again. The new creation. The new I am. I, we have to see ourselves again. I am. Then we can see other people I am in them. Remember, Jesus respected us on the cross. As he died on the cross, he respected people on the cross. Because Jesus defeated the power of sin, the damage, the eternal damage and condemnation in us. He destroyed it, removed it, cleansed us, redeemed. It's gone. Actually, it's gone. We, are, we were crucified with Jesus Christ, like Paul says. We were born, we were resurrected with Jesus Christ on the day of resurrection. Amen. It's not we will resurrect at the end time. Yes, we will resurrect then too, but we are already resurrected people. Amen? But it's hard because we are confined in this damaged flesh and blood. Sinful nature. So it is hard to live. That's why we have to look again, respect ourselves again. We have to respect other people again and again. until we see the image of God redeemed by Christ. Peter could not respect himself or he could not respect Jesus even he was looking at Jesus in the court. Because he could not overcome himself. Peter, always confident about he can do it. He will follow Jesus until the end. I will die with you. It's all about his power, his will, and his desire. He never, he has not overcome himself yet. That's why he could not say, I am Peter. Many Christians believe Jesus died for them, but they don't understand what really happened to them. Jesus destroyed the barrier. Remember when Jesus died, the, the curtain of a you know, temple 
torn apart. So everyone have access to the Holy of Holy. That means we are, have access to God. Before you want to access, go trespass that curtain, then you die because of sin. But now we have access to God. So Jesus removed that, the barrier between us and God. It means we are back into the garden in Genesis, the garden of Eden. Inner court, the eternal life, we're from the space to the time. We are back into it. Then we must live in the inner court, in the presence of God. But we, many Christians, deny, no, no, no. I'm not perfect. I'm not good enough. So I have to wait until I die and maybe I just go to heaven. Not now. And they choose to be out of court. But when a servant girl identified Peter, of course, because Jesus was such a popular character, And Peter was a follower. She said, you also were with the Nazarene, Jesus. It was the great opportunity for Peter to say, I am. Yes, I am. But Peter denied right away and said, I do not know this man. Three times. And Peter walked out into the outer court. It is deja vu. It's deja vu of Adam and Eve who walked away and hid from God when God was looking for them. Where are you, Adam? Where are you, Eve? They walked away. Instead of answer, I am. Here I am. Adam and Eve said, I am naked. We're naked. In other words, we're broken. We're not worthy. I am not who I was. No longer I am who I am. So they had to walk away from God, the court of God. Have you ever been challenged? Have you ever been challenged or identified as I am? I am in Christ by other people. When you make decisions, some important decisions, when we carefully look at what decision will make my life different? You have to be very spiritual. Right?
And how do you answer? When the world challenges you, are you, I am? How do we answer to them? Did you claim yourself that I am who I am in Christ? Fully redeemed and saved, eternal life, I am. The blessed and beloved, I am. Or the other way. If not, then why? What makes you deny yourself as I am? Isn't the fear the I am you perceive? Isn't it, are we still holding our old self, the sinner, because we are attached to this flesh and blood? As long as we claim the old I am confined on this in this flesh and blood, we are not in his court. We cannot be the new I am. Then people say, well, we're the same. There's no difference. DJ, you're no different than me. I don't believe God. I don't believe Jesus Christ. You and me, what's the difference? Why should I follow Jesus? Why should I sacrifice my time and my life for Christ if there's no difference except Sunday morning? Right? The declining of a church is not the fault of the world. It is our fault, the Christian's fault. Because we don't live as a Christian. We don't live as I am in Christ. The world been disappointed by the church. But remember, we have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer you. It is no longer you. Who you live in you. It's no longer you, the broken, regret, defeat. You are no longer defined by all the wreckage behind. But you are, I am. We are, I am, the child of one true king who have been set free by the amazing grace. Amen. So Lent, I personally, I love Lent more than Advent, Christmas. Because the Lent is so powerful testimony, evidence, who I am. 
So Lent is not just gloomy and, you know, we have to eat, you know, fast not, <laughs> suffering, agonizing, feel sorry for God. No, it is opposite. We must be joyful because who I am because of this Lent. We are now live by faith. Even though I'm making mistake, even I still regret, even I'm not still forgiving, I'm not forgiven, but we are living in the faith, in Christ, and Christ lives for me. And even though every time we deny Jesus, Again and again. But Jesus give grace again and again. When Peter denied Jesus third time, the rooster crow a second time. So Peter remembered what Jesus said. Sister brothers in Christ, the rooster crows time to time. All the time actually. The Satan just tried to impose, you are not worthy. You are not saved. Jesus didn't die for you because you are keep failing the grace and love of Jesus. But nothing can over, turn over the fact. So we need faith. We need to respect ourselves and respect other people. You deny Jesus. I deny Jesus. We, you know, we all deny Jesus. We are deeply ashamed of. And our flesh is weak. Even our spirit is willing. But Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. The cross is I am. When you want to say I am in Christ, it costs you. Because you identify to the people, to your family, to your neighborhood, to the people, you know, your workplace, wherever you go, you are claiming you are I am. It costs. There is a cost. Because there's an expectation. But if we carry the cross, I am. And Jesus said, the yoke, my yoke, the cross is light and easy. Even though we deny him again and again, but Jesus testified for us again and again. He is mine. You are mine. And he gives grace again and again. So don't leave inner court. Don't leave the courtyard where Jesus claimed I am. That claims you as I am as well. So no matter what challenges you in your life, you think it's end of it, end of my life. This is it. I'm losing everything. I'm losing my money, losing my relationship, losing everything I... Filled in my space. 
But remember, remember, not the judgment from the, you know, the rooster crow, but remember what Jesus says, I am. Amen. So whatever, whoever in this world denies you, mock you, and spit on you, and blindfold you, and hit you, proclaim, I am. I am. I am. Just remember what Jesus said. I am. Amen.